love this episode. Because, I don't know if you know this, guys, this week, yes. on Tuesday, January 24th. 24th, the nominees for the Academy Awards will be announced. Yes. Very early in the morning on the West Coast. Yeah, 5.30. Yeah, so we thought we'd do a bonus episode where Dennis makes some picks. Yeah, we'll make some predictions, and then we'll we'll record the second part next week and react to the predictions. Yes. But right now, as we're recording this, they have not been announced. They have not been announced yet. Yeah. So, all right. So So what do you think? Let's... Do do you have any picks first before I start? Well, I have seen one movie. Yes. No, I've seen... I saw one movie in the theater this year. Right. Maverick. Right. And I also saw Glass Onion. Okay. Are yeah. those the only two movies released this year that I've seen? Yeah, yes. I think so. From okay. my knowledge. Yeah. So I'm not going to come with very much knowledge, except yeah. that you told me that you think that Maverick will be nominated. Yeah, there's going to be 10 nominees this year. And okay. I think there's at least six, like, safe bets that are just definitely going to be nominated. Mm-hmm. And then the last four spots are a little bit more difficult. Okay. But I think that it's pretty safe to say that uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. The uh, Banshees of Inisherin, Top Gun the Maverick. Ban- Banshees of what? The Banshees of Inisherin. Inisherin. Okay. Yes. The Fablemans. Fablemans. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tar. Tar? Yes. T-A-R. Temporary Active Reserve? No. No. It's Tar with an accent mark over the A. It's the person's last name. Okay. Tar. Uh, And Elvis. Oh. Did you see Elvis? I didn't. I would like to see Elvis. Okay. Well, it's on HBO Max. Oh. Yeah. I might watch Elvis. So, I think those six are... Just definitely going to be nominated. Okay. It seems now that everything, everywhere, all at once is the front runner, which is strange. It's a very offbeat movie. Okay. Um, have you heard of any of these besides Top Gun and Elvis you've heard of? Right? Yeah, Elvis I saw the previews for when I went to go see Top Gun. Yeah. I didn't see the previews for any of the other ones. Yeah, um... Well, everything, everywhere, all at once opened earlier mm-hmm. last year, like in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a um, that's really a wonderful, inventive movie about a uh, Chinese woman runs a laundromat with her. Uh, she's a, a rocky relationship with her teenage daughter, and she's married. Older father lives with her. And she discovers that she's kind of part of a multiverse. Whoa. Yeah. So it's just the movie jumps off in really wild directions. And it's really offbeat. Um, it's directed by the uh, Daniels. That's what they go by. It's Daniel Kwan and Daniel Schneider. Schneider. I don't know. I should have checked his last name before we start, but 
Uh, yeah, okay. they're both named Daniel, and they're a directing team. They made Swiss Army Man, which is kind of a another small quirky movie with Daniel Radcliffe plays that corpse. Whoa. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but uh, it seems interesting. Uh, so yeah, I really liked it. It's one of those movies where you just gotta be willing to just go where it leads you. Okay. Really, I think if it does win, as it seems to be expected to, I think it'll be the strangest Best Picture winner of all time, even after Birdman. Wow. Um, the Fablemans is the Steven Spielberg movie, uh, kind of a semi-autobiographical movie about the set in the mid-century, 20th century uh, kid who's aspiring to be a filmmaker and his uh, kind of coming of age and then dealing with his parents' uh, uh, marital problems and, and eventual divorce. I love The Fablemans. It's one of Spielberg's best movies in years. Mm. And that's, you know, he was just in the Oscar mix last year with West Side Story. Okay. Uh, he's kind of more consistent at the Oscars than in his prime, where he actually got snubbed a lot with the huh. 70s, okay. 80s period. But yeah, I, I really like The Fablemans. Tar is... It's, the character's name is Lydia Tarr, played by Kate Blanchett, and a really um, tremendous performance. She plays a um, classical conductor, and it really is kind of a character study of her kind of abusive power mm-hmm. that she has in her position. It's been kind of called a cancel culture movie. Um, I think it's a little bit deeper than that because it's just very it can be a slow burn but it's just very it's very methodical in getting under her skin and seeing kind of what, what how her some of her qualities and her, her positive and negative traits kind of uh, interact to create kind of a combustible situation there so worth That's, a watch uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, again, it, it is a, a slow burn. I really liked it. I think, uh, you know, Adam would probably fall asleep. Yeah. Um, I, I really like Tar. That's kind of the critical darling. Okay. Um, but, oh, The Banshees of Inisherin is, it's also on HBO Max. Um, that's an Irish comedy by, um, Martin McDonough, who also did Three Billboards and In Bruges. I don't think you've seen either of those. I haven't. Um, it's a very bleak comedy. I liked it. It's, it's another one of those where you have to be kind of willing to go where it takes you. Uh-huh. It's, but, but basically it's set in a really tiny rural Irish village in the early 20th century, it's kind of on a island off of the mainland where the the Irish are engaged in their civil war. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson play these uh, adults who have been best friends, go to the pub every day, and then all of a sudden Brendan Gleeson says, I don't want to be friends anymore, and I don't really give a reason, and kind of goes from there. 
It's a good movie. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's a little strange. Was that? Yeah, so I think that's the six plus Top Gun, you know, and uh-huh. Ma- Top Gun Maverick is the long-awaited sequel to Top Gun. Yeah. Originally slated for release in 2020 and kept getting delayed for a theatrical re-release, which mm-hmm. theatrical release, which turned out to be a wise move. Yeah. It's like the fifth highest grossing movie of all time. Oh. And really, it's a non-superhero movie. It's a, it's a lot yeah. of credit for saving movie theaters. And it definitely uh, you know, cleaned up... Uh, it's better than the first one. Oh, yeah. It cleaned I up think a lot better. of the... I mean, I, yeah. the, I enjoyed the first one so much. But yeah, it has some um, like, script well, problems. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, this is much better. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, so again, I think Everywhere is the favorite, but I kind of wouldn't be surprised if, if the momentum shifts back to Top Gun Maverick, and it might actually win, just because it's very beloved. Mm-hmm. It did a nice job of updating things, but keeping enough of the original, you know, nostalgic stuff, but... Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and it is the sort of movie that can be a consensus pick where really, mm-hmm. I don't... Uh, everybody likes it. Mm-hmm. Elvis, I think, is definitely going to be nominated, and of the six that are definitely going to be nominated, I think it's the only one that just is not... I don't think it has a shot of winning. Oh, really? But it will definitely okay. be nominated. Okay. But, you know, that's what I said about Coda when that was released. Yeah. Yeah. When the nominations were announced. And then, yeah. you know, the momentum shifts. I think um, the momentum tends to shift more now than it used to, maybe because of social media and yeah. you know, okay. Twitter trends and all of that. All um, right, so, so but who beyond are the, the six, the hard yeah. ones to pick. <sighs> Probably the seventh most likely is All Quiet on the Western Front. Which is a German movie uh, based on the classic novel, which was also filmed in 1930, uh, which won Best Picture. Wow. So this is the would be crazy. 1930, yeah. It would be crazy if it won same yeah. same movies based on the same book. Right. We and haven't had that before. No, right? we haven't had that before. And uh, it could have happened last year with West Side Story. I mean, yeah, both. it could have so happened. Mutiny, but... There was another mutiny on the bounty. Yeah, that's true. That wasn't nominated for Best Picture in '62. Oh. It was or it wasn't. The remake was, yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it could have happened for that. Yeah. 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 So, the um, Ben Hur was remade too. There's so never been another Titanic. Plot. I mean, there was an earlier Titanic that's not related. Just has the same title. It's not yeah. related to the. Well, it's about the ship. It's okay. not the same story. Of, oh, okay. It's just right. different characters on the ship. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it is still about the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, the um, it's a famous war novel that was adapted in 1930, and the, it's a German novel, so now it's, it's made in, in German. Okay. It's on Netflix. Uh, is um, this a World War One? World War One, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it didn't have any World 19, War II movies right. in 1930. 1930, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a trench warfare movie. Okay. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so I mean, we will see the original okay. at some point. Yeah, so I think that's kind of at seventh, which with ten nominees is probably safe. Avatar, The Way in the Water, it's kind of yeah. hard to place. It was kind of a favorite early on, and it's done really well. Um, so we'll. I think it will get nominated. It's not a shoo-in. I'm not a big Avatar fan. It just doesn't... I don't really connect with the those characters. It's just kind of like an Uncanny Valley quality to it for me. But a lot of people really responded well to this latest movie. Um, and it is visually impressive. So that might get a slot. The two left are hard to guess. I think that if I have to make a guess, I would guess Babylon. Okay. Which is a sprawling, like, three-hour epic about the early, the transition to sound in cinema. Oh. Similar time period. Why is it called Babylon? uh, Because it's kind of inspired by a, a famous gossip book called Hollywood Babylon. Okay. That kind of went through. There's movies full of debauchery and, and it's okay. been divisive. It was also a big flop. Mm-hmm. But it's also a movie about movies. It's directed by Damien Chazelle, who's mm-hmm. popular with the Academy. He directed La La Land and um, Whiplash. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of it's a lot of love for it, and there's a lot of hate for it, but I think that um, the, the, its fans should be large enough to get into the top ten. And so, oh, I think more. the one more, well, I'll, I'll, I'll put The Whale there, which okay. is kind of a... A vehicle for Brendan Fraser, who's making a comeback. Because um, that's the Brendan. second one. The second one. Didn't you say he was in that Irish movie? Oh, Brendan Gleeson. Oh. Now, Brendan Fraser, you know, from the um, uh, George of the Jungle, The oh, Mummy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, when was that spent, nominated? He's never been nominated. Oh, Brendan Fraser, the George of the Jungle. No, that came out in 97. That Nominated. Yeah. When did okay. Titanic come out? 97. Mm. Yeah. Same story. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> um, so, the. Anyways, the wheel is. He, Brendan Fraser, plays a morbidly obese man, kind of struggling with health problems, and has, he's kind of housebound and. Uh, yeah, it's just about his struggles. I, I think it, it just seems to be have like enough momentum to get into the best picture slot, even though it's kind of mostly a vehicle for for his performance oh. as an actor. His, I bet this will back. What one best picture? But I think he'll be nominated. I think he'll he's likely to win best actor. It's competitive. With um, Colin Farrell for Mantis of Inisherin and um, 
Austin Butler for Elvis. So that's kind of a tight race, but Brendan Fraser's definitely, it's a big comeback for him. George just lucky, I guess. <laughs> you really love George at the Jungle don't you? Okay, I, well. <laughs> I do, I don't know why, I just do. Yeah, so that's, that's, uh, that's, that's what right. I think. And right. I mean, I think, I don't know what I should. Problem is, like, if I list out the other contenders, then it's like I can take credit for it. So I should just like list ten and then stand by that. Just then, if I say, "Oh, but this will probably also has a good chance," then I can take credit for it later and say, "Yeah." Uh, but I threw it out there at least, so yeah. I'll I'll just stick with those ten. Stick with those and ten, and then we'll check back next week and see what yes. are the best picture nominees. Yeah. All right, so we're signing off for now. We'll be back uh, in a few days. Yeah. All right, we're back, and it's a week later for us. Yes. And the nominations are announced. Yes. And so how did we do? I thought you did pretty well. I had um, remembered you had said there are... Did you say there's six shoe-ins? Right, yeah. And then there were four that could be from various places, and then right. you said you you picked four. that right. You told me what the six were, and all six yeah. of those were nominated. Definitely, yeah. Yep. And then you picked four others, and then you chose not to say which one you might have chosen otherwise. Right. And so two of those, so remind me the six. The Please. six were um, Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh-huh. led with 11 nominations. Yeah. Uh, the Fablemans, uh, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Elvis, and the Banshees of Inna Sharon. Yeah. Okay. Those were the six. I should have had All Quiet on Western Front as a show, because I got nine nominations. Wow. That was, yeah, that, uh, was... that was... I did have that, and that went in. Uh-huh. Well, the, my other four were All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar... Mm-hmm. The Way of the Water, um, The Whale, and Babylon. Oh, The Whale and Babylon. And so, those were not yeah. nominated for Best Picture. Were they nominated for other things? Uh, yes. So the um, uh, All Quiet and Avatar did get in, mm-hmm. made it in. Uh, the Whale was only, I think, nominated for uh, Best Actor for Brendan Fraser. Okay. And Hong Chao as Best Supporting Actress. Okay. Okay. Um, it really is an acting movie. Uh, Babylon got some technical nominations, like okay. the scores, costumes. What's and Babylon stuff. about? Um, that's a real a sprawling epic about the early days of cinema. Oh, you know, okay. The, the silent, late silent era oh, into the early summer. Sounds really interesting. I I love Babylon. It's very like a lot of debauchery. And uh-huh. all, you know, it's very. Over the top, but I, I think it's great. And well, having talked it, to you about the early days of cinema, oh, yeah. now it makes me interested and I'd like to see it. Oh, okay. Or is it three watch hours? Singing in the Rain is also about that, which is fantastic. Wait, Singing in the Rain is about yeah. the early days of cinema? Yeah. Oh, I have seen it, but it's I didn't great. know that's what it was about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, and so uh, then anyways. the other two that they had, one, let's see if I can remember. One was about women. I yeah. don't remember if Women it, Talking. Women Talking. Right. And it had the Queen in it. Claire Foy. Oh, Claire Foy, yes. <laughs> Claire Foy's in it. Uh-huh. 
And then the other one was Triangle of Sadness. Triangle of Sadness, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, was... those are not... it. Those didn't surprise you that those were the other two picks? Um. Well, I didn't pick them, but they're, you know... They were kind of in contention in the mix. Um, Triangle of Sadness, I'm probably more surprised by. It's kind of a, a big hit at the Cannes Film Festival last year. Didn't figure prominently in a lot of Oscar predictions. Um, I really liked it quite a bit. Um, it's kind of a, a kind of eat the rich satire. Um, okay. It's about eat, a eat the rich. Yeah, it's kind of like the there's a yacht with all these wealthy people, and then obviously the staff is of working class people, uh-huh. and there's a uh, it gets shipwrecked and and so like as they're forging a new society all the the social pretenses go away and and kind of it's interesting how it plays out oh that sounds so fun yeah it's a funny movie Um, okay yeah i i really liked it yeah okay Uh, yeah women talking like if you ask several months ago i'd say you know that's one of the big oscar contenders for this year uh huge cast of um Formidable actresses, Claire Foy, uh, Jesse Buckley, Frances McDormand, um, and it's it's set in, I don't think they named the community, it's kind of like a Mennonite uh, religious okay. um, sect where the women are debating what to do about their the, the abuse they face at the hands of the men of their community and whether they leave or fight or, or don't do anything. Oh. And so it was a big favorite. And then once it was released, it kind of got mixed reviews. It's not kind of as great as it sounded. Because it sounds pretty good. Yeah, I was looking forward to it. I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. Really, the, the performances are really good. I think where it misses is kind of early on. Frances McDormand plays one of the matriarchs, and she's her perspective is that we're called to be obedient, and we're gonna we're not gonna go to heaven if if we defy our our husbands, uh-huh. which is very realistic uh-huh. to the yeah. And then yeah. her character just kind of goes off and she's only in it for a very small oh, part okay. in the beginning and then like the debate is mostly just logistics is like how do we how do we uh, handle our children or our teenage kids and but and, and so it's not like I would think it, to me I was expecting more of grappling with religious maybe religious trauma or religious mm-hmm. um, fundamentalism and you really only get that briefly from the Frances McDormand character, and and they, they just seem much more independent of the religious hold than I think I would expect these characters to be, really raised with these belief systems that they they just don't seem to really grapple with the any big religious questions. It's yeah. just basically. You know, do we fight or do we run? And yeah. so, 
But yeah, it ended up getting in with it only got two nominations. Best picture and best screenplay. Okay. So yeah. So what's your you think everywhere all at once? Is that what it was? Everywhere uh, it everything? Seems, yeah, it seems to be the front runner. Um, what's the name of it? Everywhere? Everything everywhere all at okay. once. Okay. Everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. And that's as we talked about it right. last week or right. twenty minutes ago if you're listening to this. Right. Um it's a multiverse movie. Right. It's, yeah. it's Sounds really very um inventive. Um it's just a strange movie. I, I can't. It's it's hard to see it as the best picture winner, but it seems to be the front runner for now. But again, things can change. Uh-huh. Uh, if you were to give two others that you think might um, have a good shot, like yeah, you I mean, said I'm not before, and I read it somewhere else that Elvis is a. Sh- I don't understand this. Shooing for nomination, yeah. it won't be the best picture. No, it's not going to win. Yes, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I, I mean, I it's just—it's—it's but... it's, it's fine. It's, uh-huh. And we should say that between now and when we recorded the first part of this podcast, you've seen Elvis. Right? Yeah, I have seen Elvis. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. hadn't when we started. Right. Recording. Yeah. 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 You liked it. I, I did like it, yeah. and it was—it did have a different take. It's kind of a little bit more of a surreal feel to it than right. most biopics. Yeah. You know, at least that I had seen. But I found it very entertaining, and I thought Tom Hanks... Was he nominated for... Oh, oh no, no. Oh, no? It's, it's, yeah. You didn't think he was good in this? Uh, no, I thought it was oh. a little... Over the top? Yeah, ostentatious. Was, oh. I don't know. It, it's it can kind of... Uh, I, I mean, I thought Austin Butler was terrific. As I thought he played nominated. this... They had this like circus theme going through the whole thing, yeah. and he and he kind of played this almost like circus, you know, like what do you call the guy who's the ringleader, you know, MC or yeah, yeah, whatever the Barker, yeah, the guy who who um, in Chicago, uh, Richard Gere, that yeah. scene where mm-hmm. he's oh yeah, what, what do you call that ringleader? Yeah, I guess the ring later. But yeah. anyway, I, yeah, it was really kind of a sad, it was, yeah. but a sad tale. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sad yeah. tale. But anyway, anyway, I, I don't yeah, think Elvis so will win. Uh, I'm not going to count out the Fablemans, uh, Spielberg's movie. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's a great movie, too. What about the Banshees of Insurance? I think Momentum would have to shift back towards it, yeah, it could. It could win. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a good movie, too. Avatar and won't then, win? No, Avatar definitely won't win. I wouldn't actually be surprised if Momentum shifts back to Top Gun Maverick just because it's such a powerhouse. Uh, both a, a big blockbuster opens big, but also <laughs> a word-of-mouth hit. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I guess everything, everywhere, all at once is, is the front runner. Yeah. But, you know, a year ago I would have said Power of the Dog was the front runner. And that lost. Okay. Dakota. I think I'd like to see everything, everywhere, all at yeah. once. What's it yeah, so what, what, or how many do you think you'll watch before the March 12th? March Oscars? 12th? I don't know. I'd like to watch... Four more. 
Okay. Well, the Fable Bands, I think, is in theater, so that might be a good date night for you and okay. Adam. Yeah. If you get the chance. Cool. All right. Well, that's it. All right. Well. That's our bonus episode. Woohoo! And on March 12th, maybe we'll do a reaction. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Signing off. And on March 12th, maybe we'll do a reaction. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Signing off.